Good morning, good morning, hallelujah. What an awesome Wednesday morning it is, hallelujah. It's Wednesday, overflow day, press down, running over into your life and my life, hallelujah, because Jesus is on the throne, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. So, hey, as you're jumping on here this morning, let me know that you're jumping on so I can greet you. Hallelujah. And we can, uh, good morning, David. Hallelujah. Man, come on. You right on. Bam, bam, bam. You're on that. <laughs> good to see you here this morning, David. Bless you, my brother, from another mother but the same daddy. Hallelujah. Candy Girl, good morning. Thank you, Jesus. Lorianne, good morning. Man, we have some powerhouses on here this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus. Glory. Glory, glory. So, hey, it's going to be just you and I here this morning, and I have a I have a message on faith this morning, okay? I'm going to kind of read through some things. I think it's going to be, I'm hungry for the word. Amen. Hey, well, hey, this message on faith has to do, man, you're right in the stream, David. Come on. Hallelujah. We're going to be starting out in Hebrews 11.1. 1. So, hey, let me open up in prayer as we get going here. Don't forget to share. Hallelujah. So here we go. Lorianne, thank you for sharing. So Father, I thank you. We're going to jump right into it here. Come on. I'm here to receive. Amen. So Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let the words of our mouth come forth like, like let the words of my mouth come forth like a mighty pen, Father, uh, a, a skillful pen writer. Let them be with edification and building up for this hour. Hallelujah. And each and every one of your people. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your presence, Jesus. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, guys. So we're going to jump right into this this morning. Hey, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is the substance. Come on. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Um, a different translation, okay, a modern, a more modern translation reads it this way. Faith is giving substance to, th thank you, thank you, Lorianne. Faith is giving substance to things hoped for. So, as we get into this, we need to realize that that it's our faith that gives substance, okay? Our faith gives substance to the things we hope for. If we're going to wait until we get something, now, oh, listen, if we're going to wait before we get something, 
Shoo. That we're believing for before we have it, we're too late and it won't work. It's your faith that gives substance to things you desire or hope for. So we see this truth throughout the Bible. In the Old Testament, as well as the New Testament. In the Old Testament, we have a number of scriptural illustrations. Come on, I'm getting, come on. That very clearly, come on, very clearly give us the same thought as found in Hebrews 11.1, all right? For example, when Israel came out of Cana land, now I'm, this is Joshua 6, verses 3 and 5. I'm going through Joshua 6, verses 3 and 5. Come on, without faith, there is no hope. Come on, that's right, hallelujah. Hope is a far out expectation of something coming to pass, but faith is in the present of now that brings that hope into reality. Hallelujah. Come on, you right on the money here, David. Hallelujah. So let's go into this. So Joshua chapter six, this is about when Israel went to Jericho, okay? Now there's a principle I wanna bring out here this morning about the word and your faith or faith in your word, okay? Faith in God's word. Now listen, so they went into Canaan land and came up against the city of Jericho. God told the Israelites, Israelites exactly what to do. But in order to enjoy the victory, God had promised, and listen, in order for Israel to enjoy that victory, they had first to believe they received God's word. Come on. They had to do what the word had commanded them. They had to receive that word. Come on. And they acted upon that word. They were told to march around the city. Come on. Each day, once a day, and not say a word to one another, not even a whisper to one another as they marched around that city. But on the seventh day, he said, march around seven times. And then on the seventh time, without saying a word, blow the trumpets and the, and the walls will come straight down. So they acted, they put their faith on what God had spoken to them and they acted on the word. And because they did, they marched around those walls and right when they, and when those musical instruments sounded, come on, and they shouted with a shout, Joshua 6, verses 3 and 5. I want, listen, you could notice out of that right there that the, the, the children of Israel shouted and acted on their faith while the walls were still standing. Come on. They hadn't seen those walls come down. They marched around that city as for seven days straight. Then on the seventh day, seven times around. But see, they had a promise. When they would shout, those walls would come down. Hallelujah. Come on, I'm talking to somebody today. Hallelujah. But their faith gave substance to God's word. Let me say that. Their faith gave substance to God's word. And, and when they acted on their faith, ooh, God's promise became a reality and those walls came straight down. 
just like in your life, just like in my life. Come on. We don't see it before it happens. We believe it and receive it and it happens. Woo. Come on. We act on what God has spoken to us and it is the reality of the truth of what we believe. Just like when they marched around Jericho. Come on. Listen. They, the situation they were in, come on, they didn't see the walls come down for those first six days. They did, they knew they had the promise of what God spoke, but they walked around it six days and nothing happened whatsoever. And on the seventh day, they walked around seven times. And then it's, and then the Lord said on the seventh time, lift up a shout and blow the trumpets. At that point, once they acted on the word and fulfilled that mandate that God had spoken to them, those walls came straight down in their life. Come on. Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know what? To me, when God told them to march around and keep their mouth shut, sometimes when we're walking in faith, come on, and we're believing God for some things, we've got to keep our mouth shut to keep the doubt out. Come on. That's right. Believe without doubt. That's it. Boom, David. Come on. Lorianne, we need to act on what God has spoken to us to do in obedience. Come on, that's exactly right. I want to tell you today, each and every one of you, come on, there are walls that have been lifted up, but as you put your faith on God, as you put your faith on his word, just like the children of Israel, come on, and you walk in obedience to what he has said, and you believe it and receive it, you will fully receive every promise that he said. Come on, the Israelites, they walked around that mountain. They shut their mouths for six days. They didn't even whisper to one another. Why? Because God told them not to say a word because I don't want your mouth to get in the way of the promise that's coming forth over your life. So he said, shut up and walk around the mountain. And as they did for six days, nothing happened, but they held strong to that word. And on the seventh day, they could have complained. They could have murmured. They could have said all kinds of stuff, but no, in Joshua 6, 3 through 5, we see that they marched around it seven more times. Then on the seventh time, they blew the trumpets. And as they did, they lifted up a shout. And the walls came straight down. Straight down. Come on. Came straight down. And they went in and took the land. They went in and took Jericho. My God, hallelujah. When we act on, listen, friends, listen, listen. Acting, <laughs> faith is acting upon God's word. Let me just say that. So many people, however, listen, so many people are waiting for answers to prayer to just come to them. For example, when it comes to receive healing or the uh, infilling of the Holy Ghost, come on, too often people just wait for something to happen with a passive kind of faith rather than an active kind of faith. And what is an active faith? An active faith is, God, you said it and I believe it. You said to put feet to it, I'm going to put feet to it. God, you said to trust in you with all my heart. Lord, I trusted you with all my heart. Active faith is knowing what God has to say about something, standing on that promise and then believing and watching it come to pass. Come on, our faith is rooted in the word of God. To know the the will of God.
God is to know his way and to have faith. To, faith begins where the will of God is known. Why? Because the, and the will of God is his word. When you know his word, when you have his word in your heart, you can activate every promise that comes in here. He says, you say to this mountain, be removed and it shall be removed. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm talking to somebody today, but I want to talk about a, see, that was an Old Testament principle about active faith, acting on your faith. I want to talk to you about a New Testament principle as well. And this comes from Luke chapter five. Okay. So this morning, I want to lay out an Old Testament principle and a New Testament principle. Come on. And they pair one and one. So here we go. So I want to give you an illustration from scripture out of Luke chapter five. Now here it goes. First, we have the story, right? Of the man who brought their friends. Come on. Luke five, 18 through 25. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's right. Come on, David. Hallelujah. Say it again. Get out of your comfort zone. Have faith in God. Hallelujah. That's right, Nancy. Come on. Hey guys, don't forget to share the broadcast here this morning. If I haven't greeted you here this morning. Good morning. We love you. Thank you for jumping on with us this morning. Hallelujah. Glory. So Luke, Luke, let's go to Luke chapter. We're going to go to chapter five, verse 18. Luke 5, 18. And we're going to go through 18 through 25. There we go. And this is about uh, Jesus forgives the paralytic that the, his friends brought him up. But here we go. Uh, the man was bedfast, okay? So here's a man who's bedfast. Jesus is teaching in Peter's house, okay? Now the crowd had become too large to get this paralytic man into the house. So listen, the man, so he had palsy. So they took the man up on the roof to let him down into where Jesus was. The scripture says, and when he, Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, whoo, now listen, these are five men or yeah, four men who take a paralytic man. They try to press into the house where Jesus is preaching and they couldn't get in. They wouldn't let him in because there was too many people. So these guys took their friend around the, I'm just going to kind of play this out, took him around the corner, climbed up on the roof and ripped the roof off of the house and began to put the man on the, on his bed and lowered him down on ropes. Come on. They weren't going to be denied the promise, were they? They knew that if they acted on their faith and just believed, come on, they were going to get a promise for their friend. Whew, but I wanted to go into it a little further. And when G Jesus saw their faith, now this is uh, Luke 5, 20, and 20 through 20, 20 and 24. Saw their faith, he said to, unto them, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Arise and take up thy couch and go into the house. Some ask, just whose faith was it? Now listen, ready? Lorian, thank God for friends who took me to Jesus. Amen, Lorian. Good morning, Heather. Hallelujah. Look, one question is, right, that people ask is, whose faith was it that got this man healed? And think about that, because you had the guys who brought him, obviously they were in faith. They handed him down to the, they handed him down to Jesus. Come on. 
after they tore up the roof. So obviously they believed. If they wouldn't have believed, they wouldn't have gone through all of that to get their friend to the feet of Jesus. Come on. So obviously they believed. So the question is, was it their faith or was it the man's faith? Well, let me go into this a little further, all right? So that it was not only the faith of the four men who brought brought the man with palsy in, but it also included the faith of the sick man on the bed too. See, it was both. It was their faith who brought him and it was the sick. That's right, Lorianne. Come on. The man who was bedfast demonstrated that he let someone take them up on the, on the top of the house and let them down through the roof. Come on. We also know that the man who was bedfast had faith because when Jesus said to him, rise up, come on, he wasn't any better. He was lying there just as helpless as he ever was. And instead of trying to get up, he could have said, why, Lord, didn't you see them take me up to the top of the roof and tear up the roof and let me down, carry and carry me in here? It can't, I can't possibly get up. That's what the man could have said. You'll have to heal me first and let strength come back so then I can get up. But that's not what happened, is it? Come on. But no, when Jesus said, rise up, take thy bed and walk, the man with the palsy began to move. Woo! And when he did, healing was the result. If he had refused to act on God's word, the master's word, whoo, he would have not received his healing. But because he acted on what Jesus said, he did receive his healing. Woo! See, it was all of them in action at that time that brought this miracle forth. My God, hallelujah. Whoo, that is, whoo, harabaka, sharaba. Let me see. It says, when I was uh, paralyzed, paralyzed in fear, our friends and family prayed for me, and while I could not pray for myself, amen. Come on, Lorian. Hallelujah. They took you up to the roof, tore up the top of the tore out the top of the roof and let you down. Come on. So let me tell you, uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Okay. There's this, this minister in the early days of Pentecost. Well, this woman evangelist was ministering to four people in wheelchairs. As she said to them in a very quiet tone, right? This is a, this is a story. This is a story. A woman evangelist, uh, ministering to four four people in wheelchairs. And she said to them in a very quiet tone, rise and walk in Jesus' name. And they all got up and walked except one. Now, the one that was left sitting there in the wheelchair said, I can't walk. Well, I'm speaking something somebody today. The one who didn't get up. Now, let me say it. This woman evangelist who was praying for four people in a wheelchair in wheelchairs. She said, in Jesus' name, get up and walk. Three of them got up and walked. The fourth she went up to and said, What's wrong? He says, I can't walk. Listen. Shoo, this is powerful. Shoo. The woman evangelist said, Shoo. the woman in the it, shoo, my God. Whew. 
The woman evangelist said, the others couldn't walk either, but they did. Listen, the others couldn't walk either, but they did. The woman in the wheelchair answered, I know they did, but I can't. I haven't walked in years. <clears throat> I can't walk. The evangelist had to walk away and leave her sitting there. You see, when these others started to act on the word that was spoken to them, the result was forthcoming. When you act on God's word, my God, my God, I feel the anointing of heaven right now. When you act on God's word, what God's word says, or on what the Holy Spirit may speak to your heart, then results are forthcoming because that's faith. Acting on what he said through his word or what the Holy Ghost has spoken to you individually. Come on. Faith begins where the will of God is known. And I know in my Bible, okay, so let's just take this a little further, talking about uh, the man with uh, the, para the paralytic in Luke chapter 5. Come on. He, he knew and he heard, I'm telling you, his friends and the paralytic had heard that Jesus was in town and people were being healed. So they heard a word and began to move on that word. And it got to the point to where they knew if they just got their friend there and got him at the feet of Jesus, come on, his friends knew that if they got him there, that all would be taken care of. And I guarantee you this man with palsy, as he was was on that on that blanket or whatever as they let him down on ropes he was an anticipation i'm when the moment i get down there as soon as he says something i'm jumping up and the moment jesus said rise up and take your mat he jumped he activated his faith he knew he couldn't he couldn't before but the minute he said yes the minute he agreed with that word he's he started moving strength came into his legs why because he was doing everything he could to act on that word, whatever it is. Come on. I heard another story. Let me tell you another story. He, I heard another story where an evangelist was praying for, a, for a, several people in wheelchairs. This is another, not the woman evangelist here that we talked about a minute ago, but he was praying for several people in the church. And one of the men couldn't walk. Another one had another issue, but every one of them got healed except this one man. And he walked up to this one man and he said, man, what is the issue? He says, I don't know. I, you know, and so the evangelist started speaking the word over him. He says, now activate your faith. And the guy's faith just exploded. Next thing you know, it, this is the story. He came up out of that chair. He fell on the ground and this guy just started crawling. I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk because God's word says I'm going to walk. So he crawled around all the way around like two times, three times. Come on. And on the like the fourth time going around those benches, that man all of a sudden jumped up and started running for the first time in years. My God. Hallelujah. I want to tell you today. Our God 
God is a miracle worker. And when we put our faith on the word of God, the word can never fail. Look, it's the word in, in Acts. Matter of fact, let me go though. Hebrews chapter one. Excuse me. Hebrews chapter 11, verse one says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders, for by faith the elders obtained a good testimony. <clears throat> by faith we understand that the worlds were framed, put in order, and equipped by the word of God. See, the word of God is our final word on everything. Just like the Israelites in, in Joshua, come on, when God changes the way you look at things, the things you look at change, amen, come on, and he changes the way every time, come on, just like the Israelites, when they acted on the word of God in the prescribed measure, come on, what happened? Those walls came straight down. Just like in Luke chapter five, this paralytic man, when he acted, when his friends, it wasn't all, it wasn't just his friend's faith, but it was the paralytic's faith. Come on. As he handed him down to Jesus, Jesus said, get up and walk. And he jumped up in that instant and walked. Come on. Hallelujah. When you act on the word of God, when you act on his will, it's the word that holds it all together. It's the word of God that formed and fashioned at everything that you can see. It's his living word that's living and powerful. Come on. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12. Let me go there. Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 says it like this. For the word of God is living and powerful. Let me say that again. The word of God is living living and powerful. Hallelujah. That word powerful right there comes from the Greek and it means energy, great levels of energy. Hallelujah. The word of God is living. It's active. And when it goes forth and you trust it, when it comes out of your mouth, it's fire from heaven. My God. Why? Because you're speaking the very words of God. God. And according to Isaiah 55, 11, his words will never fall to the ground, but they will go forth and they will bring completion. Come on. They will bring the fullness of all that he sent his word to do. And what does he say? He sent his word to heal us. He sent his word to forgive us. He sent his word to restore us. What is the word in John chapter one? In the beginning was the word and the word was Jesus. And he is there in the beginning. His word word is everlasting. His word will never fade away or perish. Heaven and earth will fade away, but his words will remain forever. It's his word that holds all things together. It's his word that holds us together. My God, and when you put your faith in the word, you're putting your faith in Jesus. And when you faith, when you put your faith on God's word and act on that word, my God, you're going to receive all that he said you would receive. He says in Psalm 103 verses 20 and 20, he says, even the one who speaks the word, the angels hearken unto that one and go to make sure that that word is going to be performed in your life. Somebody today, he's the living, active, powerful. 
powerful word in your life, restoring, healing, delivering, equipping in every area so you can go forth and do all that he's commanded you to do so that you can occupy, so that you can lay hands on the sick and see them recover, so you can see blind eyes open, deaf ears hear, come on, and see a, mm, hallelujah, my God, hallelujah, and I, mm, whoo, <clears throat> the living, powerful word that abides and dwells, man, I feel anointing coming on me, it's the living word of God. It's powerful. Come on. It's powerful. It's full of energy to do what needs to be done in your life, in my life. And when we put our faith on the word and when we rest our hope on the word, who is Jesus, the living and active word, we're going to receive every promise that he promised us. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. You know what? Just right now where you're at, just lift your hands in praise. Just begin to thank the Lord. Just begin to thank him for his word. Just begin to thank him that you trust and believe and that you activate his word by acting on his word. Let me say that. You activate his word by acting on his word in faith. Woo! Somebody put that in there. You activate, hallelujah, his word by Mm. believing on his word, having faith in his word and acting on that word. Hallelujah. My God. He says you're healed. Guess what? You're healed. It's the revelation of that in your life. Come on. Uh, Matthew 8, 17. Let, let me go there really quick. Matthew 8, 17. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm going to read it to you. Matthew 8, 17 says it like this. He says, I, mm, here it is. Hey, Matthew 8, I'll start. When evening had come, they brought to him many were who demon per, per, possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word. Did you hear that? He cast out of the spirits with the word. Mm. Did somebody hear me here today? That's it. Have faith and act on what he said. Amen, David. Hallelujah. When evening had come, this is Matthew 8, 16 and 17. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon possessed and he cast the spirits out with a word and he healed all who were sick. Ready? With a word. That word right there, I've looked that up in the Greek. It's logos. And logos means what? The written word. He cast them out with the written word. He spoke the written word. He spoke the living word. Hallelujah. And when he did, the demons were cast out and the sick were all healed, all healed. And then it says that it might be fulfilled what Isaiah had spoken. Ready? He took our infirmities. He took all our infirmities and he bore all of our sicknesses. Come on. That's what Jesus did when he went <clears throat> to the whipping post. He took our sicknesses. He took our infirmities onto himself so we don't have to take what he took. Come on. He, because he took it, we don't have to take it. 
And as we put our faith and trust and we act upon the living word of God, we shall receive what he has promised through his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Steve. <laughs> yes, this is like a beautiful music as I'm working at my desk. Amen, Steve. Amen. You'll have to tell Dana like that's beautiful music. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So let me jump over to another story to encourage you. I want to encourage you through one more story. Ready? And this is a woman who acted on the word. Okay. So let's go to Mark chapter five. Hallelujah. Mark chapter five. And after this story, I'll go ahead and tie it up. But Mark chapter five, this is about the woman with the issue of blood. Now it said, this is uh, Mark chapter five, verse 25 through 34. It says, now a certain woman, come on, a certain woman who had, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. Come on, this woman had suffered many things from many physicians. She'd gone everywhere to find her healing, but she couldn't get her healing. She spent all that she had. She had nothing left. Come on, she, she had spent all of her savings for 12 years. She suffered from this blood flow, but she spent all she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. And then verse 27, when she heard about Jesus. She came, listen, when she heard about Jesus, she heard about the living word of God. She heard about him. Look, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Come on. She heard a story about Jesus that he could restore her. Mm. So what did she do? She acted on what she heard and she went out and came behind the crowd and touched his garment. So she heard the word. She acted on that word. She went out into the crowd, a place where she could have easily been killed and stoned because she had an unclean blood flow, right? Come on, because in that day, they would have stoned you for that kind of thing. They would have taken you outside, dragged you outside of the city and killed you. So she was risking everything. She heard a word about who Jesus was and risked it all to go out there. So she acted on that word to, if I can only touch the hem of his garment. And the moment she touched it, hallelujah, what happened? Immediately she was well. The fountain of her blood was dried up. She felt her body and she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself the power that had gone out of him turned around into the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? Listen, but his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you. How can you say who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling and knowing what had happened to her came and fell down before him and testified. Come on. She testified of what the whole truth of what had happened. And he said to her, now this is powerful. She heard the word. In verse 27, she acted on that word. Come on. She acted and said, she activated that word by saying, if I only. And then she put faith, feet to that faith. Come on. And then Jesus says this to her, daughter, your faith, your faith. 
Not Jesus's faith. Not somebody else's faith. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Be healed of your affliction. See, when you put action on your faith, she heard the word. She said, yes, if I go and just do this. So she agreed with it in her hearing. She agreed with it in her speaking. And she agreed with it by walking to it. She knew that she would receive all that she needed if she could just touch it. Acting, faith, acting, activated faith by acting on the word fulfills the mandate of the word over your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I wanted to encourage you here this morning with that and let you know, Let's let me tell you, it's a new day for you. This Wednesday, it's a new day. Come on, as we're raising our level of faith, I believe that you're going into the lanes of victory like never before. You're rising up to a new level in your life. Come on, I believe that you're rising up to another level in your faith even now here today. As you've heard the word, come on, just like the, the paralytic, just like the, the Israelites when they went to take Jericho, just like this woman with the issue of blood, they all had a word and they acted on that word. And when they acted on that word, they received the promise. So I believe that there's people on here today, you're coming into a new level because you're saying, God, I'm gonna believe you on your word where the will of God is known faith, faith, faith overcoming. Come on, when you know what his will is, his will is that you would prosper wherever you go, that you would be the head and not the tail. His word says that you are healed, delivered, sanctified, purified by the words that he has spoken. You are going up and not coming down. It's the good news of the gospel. The devil's under your feet. You lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You are a soul winner. You are a devil stomper. My God, hallelujah. You're going to depopulate hell and populate heaven because God is going to choose to use you. God will always move on faith. And when you put your faith on his word and you trust him with everything you got, you say, God, I might not understand, but I know one thing. You're God and I follow you. I know one thing. When I was lost, broken, busted, and disgusted, you touched my life. You healed my mind. You delivered me from the demons. You healed my body. My God, hallelujah. So there's a shout of praise in you. I'm telling you today, you're going up and you're not coming down because the King of Kings and the Lord of Lord, he is for you and not against you. You are in the best quarter. You are in the lane of victory. You're going up and up and not coming down. You're not going down and up when you put your faith on him. When you rest your faith on him, it's your hour. It's your time. 
time, just like the woman with the issue of blood, you're going to receive your promise by your faith. Just like the Canaan in who went in and took Jericho, they acted on the word of God. And as they marched, they ended up on the seventh day. They marched seven times, blew the trumpets, and those walls came straight down. There may be walls that have been lifted up against your business, against your ministry. But today, as you lift your voice, as you put your faith on the word of God, those walls that have been erected by the enemy, they have to come down as you lift a shout, as you shout those walls, as you trust in the word, the word will bring those walls down. As you act on that word, my God, hallelujah, those walls will come down and you will go in and take the promise. Hallelujah. Just like the man with the issue, the paralytic, his friends carried him over. They heard a word about Jesus. They grabbed their friend. They tore the roof up. They got radical with that word. They got overabundant radical. They're ripping roofs off. Hey, come on. Hey, those are some good friends right there. Come on. Ripping the roof off. We're going to get our friends to Jesus because we know if we can just get him there, that faith in him is going to activate the faith on my friend and he's going to be made whole. My God. Hallelujah. Whoo. So today I want to let you know today is your day. This is your hour. Right now is your time. Hallelujah. Be encouraged here today. Hallelujah. Act on the word of God as the Holy Spirit leads you and guides you. Act on his word. Put your faith into action. Hallelujah. And that, hallelujah, is how you receive the promise from God. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Woo, I just pushed the pedal on it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, hey, love you guys so much. Love you so much. Hallelujah. When we act on God's word, come on, that's faith. Whew. When we're in faith, we will receive the answer to the prayer. <laughs> Woo, I'm going to say this one more time, okay? So you can write it down. When we act on God's word, that's faith. Ready? And we're in faith. And when we're in faith, we will receive the answers to our prayers. See, I have to tell people this a lot. <clears throat> Listen, <clears throat> our foundation is the word of God. You know, my foundation doesn't come by what I've seen. I've seen many miracles, as many of you on here today. You've seen many miracles. You've seen many signs and things happen. Our faith is not based in that. No, those are encouragers. And those definitely encourage us and, and help us in that. But our faith must be rooted in the word of God. Because see, I'm going to give you a little thing here. If it's not, then any wind blowing, if you're not rooted in the faith, your faith rooted in the word of God. Look, if it's rooted in something else, just like, okay, just take this for instance. If today, if your faith was rooted in government or this kind of thing. Man, in all reality, you wouldn't know today who you are. You wouldn't know if you were a boy, a girl. Uh, you wouldn't know. Come on, if your faith is 
<clears throat> rooted in other things. That's why it's so important to have your faith rooted in the word of God because it's the one thing that has never changed. Right here. His word is still the same. We still have a secured, the antiquity says, the studies of antiquity and all that kind of say, they say the most reliable, the most reliable book on the planet for translation is the word of God. Most reliable. I'm telling you, they found manuscripts thousands of years old that still match to our word today. Come on, it hasn't changed. God is good about preserving his word for you and I. Hallelujah. So we put our faith in his word. And as we put our faith on God's word, just like all the, the different stories I brought you today out of the Bible, as we put our faith on that word and act on that word, we will receive the promise of the word in our life because it's God's word who created it all who made it all, who spoke it all. <laughs> now, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be encouraged here this morning. Now listen, I don't want you to jump off. Good morning, Pastor Enwar. Bless you in Pakistan. Hallelujah. And TK Howe, good morning, good morning. Hallelujah. Listen, listen. He is all. That's right, Nancy. Come on. That's right. So listen, guys. Hey, don't jump off right now. But I have a serious question for each and every person out there right now. Now listen. Hallelujah. The word says, whomever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now see, that's the word. I'm giving you the word right now. Hallelujah. So you know what? I'm a whomever. I had to call on the name of Jesus. Come on. Maybe there's something in your life that has happened. Maybe, maybe you got bitter. Maybe you got offended. Maybe you got angry and you pulled away from the things of God. Maybe, maybe you've never even made Jesus Lord of your life. I want to tell you right now, there's a God who loves you, who gave his life for you. And just like me, when I was in that cell, cell seven, tier two, when I gave my life to Jesus, come on, everything was turned around in a moment. So I want to ask you right Right now, if you've never put your trust and faith in Jesus, or maybe hell hit your life like a Mack truck and knocked you off course, and you're saying, I need to come back to Jesus. Listen, there's one prayer that fits all. He says, if you believe in your heart, you shall receive, come on, salvation, to be made whole, complete, lacking, no good thing. Come on. So I want to say that with you and for you right now. If you don't, let me ask you this question. If you died today, do you know where you're going to go. If you died this moment, God forbid, this moment, hallelujah, if you died this moment, do you know where you're going to go? And if your answer is anything but I do because I have Jesus in my heart, you need to say this prayer with me right now. Okay? So here we go. Say these words after me right now. Say, dear Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord for forgiving me. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died and rose for me and you're coming back for me again.
Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost. A hunger and thirst for the things of God. And a holy boldness to preach your gospel. Thank you, Jesus. And say this, I'm saved. I'm forgiven because I have Jesus in my heart. Hallelujah. Come on. If you said that prayer with me and you said yes to Jesus, come on. I want to tell you as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, as you heard the word and you put your faith on him, you are saved. Hallelujah. Now remember this. Come on. Your sins are forgiven you. You are forgiven. Hallelujah. God, because God loves you and has a great plan for your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Remember this. Run to God, not from God, because he loves you and he has a plan for your life. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Come on, somebody shout. Give me some hearts here today. Hallelujah. Listen, guys. I pray that this encouraged each and every one of you here this morning. Come on, that you're coming to another level here this morning. Look, your faith, your faith on fire. Come on, that's faith on fire. Come on. So, Pastor Anwar, woohoo! You asked for prayer for, uh, that's right, the water pumps in the villages. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I lift up Pastor Andwar and his team there in Pakistan. Father, as they're installing those water pumps, come on, let the let each and everything that they need for that come in, Father. The help, uh, the even the even those who are trying to dispose them or or not let them happen. I thank you, Father, for making it come to pass quickly in these villages in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you for my brothers in Pakistan, Pastor Anwar and his team, Father, and we bless them and we thank you for a mighty revival, fire breaking out in Pakistan in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let it flow, Jesus. Let it flow in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Heather says, Hallelujah. All us girls said, I had declared it, proclaim it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Your word, the word of God says he desires to do above and beyond anything you could ever even imagine. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey, before I jump off here, if there's anybody else who needs prayer, I'd love to pray with you right now. Gracias. Hallelujah. Blessed and gracious. Oh, I thought you... <laughs> gracious day. I thought... I'm, I'm sorry. I thought it said gracias. I was like, Gra you're speaking Spanish, Heather? <laughs> amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
That was just funny. All right. Love you guys. Love you, NTK How. Hallelujah. Give Uncle a high five. You guys, his garden looks amazing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, all right, guys. Love you so much. Love you so much. If So I don't see any prayer requests. Nancy, love you. High five. Bam. All right. So I bless you. Remember, the spiritual lesson learned from today, okay? When we act on God's word, that's faith. Come on. Whew. And when we're in faith, we will receive the answers to our prayers. Whew. Whew. Love you so much, Steve. My brother from another mother. That's my friend right there. Steve, my friend. He's my friend. <laughs> my friend. Hallelujah. All right, guys. Love you so much. Bless you. We love you too, Pastor Renoir. Did you find your blessing in the back? Auntie K. How? <laughs> You're good. Yeah. Yeah, we did, Auntie. We sure did. What a blessing you are. <laughs> You're a turkey, Auntie. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Love you so much. Have an awesome day. Hey, Hope Diamond Ministries uh, comes on with their live. Uh, should be any time now. So uh, jump on there and join them. Great word. Be encouraged. Love you, Candy Girl. Have an awesome day. Come on. We bless you, Candy. We bless those babies. Come on. We bless your family. We bless your husband. In Jesus' mighty name. Overflow abundance. In Jesus' name, candy girl, hallelujah. Love you too, NT, hallelujah. All right, guys, mm. have an awesome day. Oh, hey, I'll be in Curtistown, Assembly of God, with Pastor Damien uh, this Sunday. So I encourage you, if you're in the area, come on out. And join us. It's going to be a powerful, powerful Sunday morning service. Hallelujah. Excited. God's going to move powerfully. So love you guys. Hallelujah. And bless you in Jesus' name. Mm.